Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this final leg of Season 5, I'm reading my way through every single goddamn page in The Revenge of Kang, the final module in the Time Warp Adventure series for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes role-playing game. And as I do, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on each page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Revenge of Kang was written by Ray Winninger and was published in 1990. Today we're discussing page 48 of The Revenge of Kang. On today's page, which concludes chapter 25 and then begins chapter 26, we find our heroes, the Secret Zoomers, on a mission to save young Matt Murdock from some plan of Kang's that is going to prevent him from becoming Daredevil somehow. They're not totally clear of the details, but they went to a gym, Hogan's Gym, where Matt Murdock spent a lot of his time found out that he just got his ass kicked by a new fighter to the gym. They found that Matt Murdock was going to walk down the alley to the drugstore. They went into the alley, and they have now witnessed young Matt Murdock being jumped by bat-wielding thugs. That sequence of events seems very simple, but last episode, we talked about it for, I don't know, I haven't edited it yet, but three hours, I don't know, (laughs) with me trying to fit that sequence of events somehow into Daredevil's chronology. What we established is that the Matt Murdock in this story appears to me to be a nine-year-old. I'm glad we got there in the end, but it was a long journey. That's why I'm happy that today, the dumbest thing is very simple. So let's jump right in. As I said, we've seen Matt Murdock being jumped by bat-wielding thugs. Now is the time for action. Obviously, the secret Zoomers, being good kids, not willing to just be bystanders, they're going to jump in and help young nine-year-old Matt Murdock. We get some tactical details about the thugs and the battle environment that should be hardening for anyone who was afraid that taking down five or six guys with baseball bats was going to be difficult. First of all, these thugs have average fighting agility and strength, good endurance, poor reason, and average intuition and psyche. That means they have 28 health, they have 16 karma. These guys are the shits. They are, I guess, grown men with baseball bats, but they are substantially worse stat-wise than like the high school jocks that Ford's Furies competed against at the football tryouts. They do have baseball bats. Those baseball bats do inflict good damage. So pro tip, try not to get hit by a baseball bat. But even so, our heroes are not in much danger. The text helpfully informs us, quote, there are several trash cans in each of the areas that make up the alley that can be used as impromptu weapons or shields. The trash cans are made of good strength material and can be thrown a number of areas equal to the thrower's strength rank divided by 10. Um, It is part of the charm of close reading of role-playing games that I get to imagine the moment when the author was sitting there looking, you know, hands poised on the keyboard, but looking away thinking, how far can you throw a trash can to wound and coming to just like a quick mental conclusion and thus it becomes the physics of the world. These moments delight me. They, They keep me going. Uh, It also says here, the thugs are dumb. They've never fought anybody who's put up a good fight before. They're overconfident. And if there are more of them than there are of the heroes, uh, they'll still just kind of fight them one-on-one. And like any surplus thugs will just stand back and wait their turn. While the fight's going on, uh, young Matt Murdock is going to jump in and help our heroes fight the goons. And quote, after the battle, he introduces himself, thanks the heroes, and offers to buy them all ice cream sodas at Pearlman's for their help. This is wonderful. A little a little ginger nine-year-old wants to buy us all ice creams because we helped him fight off some bat-wielding goons. This is as heartwarming as Hell's Kitchen gets. So the secret Zoomers are hanging around, having ice creams at the drugstore, and they gradually steer the conversation to 
what happened to Matt today to try to figure out Kang's plot. And he says, quote, Up until today, I was trained to be a fighter, but now I've decided to follow my dad's advice and give up boxing. I guess I just don't have what it takes. This guy walked into the gym today and whipped me like I was nothing. I'll never be that good. Matt's not even going to wait until puberty. He's not even going to roll the dice. He's done after the ass kicking that he took today. Like, my balls haven't dropped yet, but there's no way they could drop so fast nor so far as to make boxing a good idea for me. Now, the judge's text says, quote, If Matt Murdock gives up his boxing training this early in his life, there's no way that he will ever develop the skills that will later allow him to become Daredevil. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Far be it for me to question the genius of Kang. But I'm not totally sure that ending boxing lessons at this stage would prevent the existence of Daredevil, especially given like the real deep, tangled psychological shit involved with Daredevil's career. But let's assume, let's just say, Kang's got it figured out, the math checks out. What we've got to do is somehow get Matt back in the game. The Secret Zoomers have got to influence Matt here. They've got to restore his confidence. They've got to make sure that he gets back on the horse and punches the shit out of it. And what the text suggests, and indeed assumes, is going to be our solution to this, is the dumbest thing on this page. Quote, One method of restoring Matt's confidence is to take him back to the gym and have one of the PCs offer to box the mysterious fighter. If the PC wins, Matt will reassess the mystery fighter and realize he is giving up too easily. I don't think this is true. Like, if I put myself in this position, I'm no boxer. I'm no fighter. I'm no athlete. And it must be said that I am an inveterate quitter. Many people have told me to stop quitting, but I never will. But it seems to me like if I thought that I were good at something and I were learning how to do it, and I was in early days, and then someone came along who just, who just trounced me at it, just made me feel bad about myself, just destroyed my confidence, and they were a total stranger, came out of nowhere. Then another stranger showed up and did the same to them, like badly beat the person who badly beat me. I think even at nine years old, my intuitive grasp of the transitive property would tell me, this doesn't mean I don't suck. This means I suck more. If the guy who made me feel like garbage is himself garbage compared to this other random individual who just showed up, then I am at best two standard garbage units from being competitive in this field. A drossy, I believe, is what you call the standard garbage unit. Here I am two drossies deep. This doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make me want to get back in there and start boxing again or whatever, I am only further discouraged, but not so Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock seems to be in a very odd psychological place right now, which I grant you is extremely in character for him. But really, like, he's so discouraged he's going to stop completely. He's going to stop boxing, despite being quite gifted. But all it's going to take is to see one of these fresh-faced Zoomers get in the boxing ring and beat up the man who beat up Matt for Matt to get back on the horse. It's hard for me to call this the dumbest thing on this page because it seems clear that the author's intention is that Matt here is a high school student, even though, as we established yesterday, that doesn't remotely work and is not the way that I'm choosing to read this because it it cannot fit Matt Murdock's backstory. But weirdly, the way that I'm choosing to read it, it actually works better. We do have to accept that a grown man really just pummeled the hell out of a nine-year-old in this gym today. But given that we're willing to accept that, and it's Hell's Kitchen, like this would be slightly over the top for a Daredevil comic, but not outside the spectrum of horribleness of Hell's Kitchen as it is portrayed. Given that we're willing to accept that, it kind of makes sense, I guess, that that nine-year-old would have some teenagers come along 
and say, hey, cheer up, kid. We're going to go fight that grown man who fought you and beat him up. And then they beat him up. And then the nine-year-old feels better because the nine-year-old has a lot of upside, right? You've got a lot of boxing career left in you when you're nine. I'm not a huge fan of the sport, but I understand that a lot of great boxers, their careers have not even really taken off until their age is into the double digits. And also a child, I feel, would be like less rational and more vindictive. If a child was feeling discouraged in this way because they were mad at someone, seeing that person get beat up might just be the pick-me-up that they need to come to practice again tomorrow. If we were to accept the authorial intention here and have a Matt who is high school age, I just think that this plan, it just, it just seems really backward. It seems like I would never think of this plan. I would think of like, hey, maybe we need to help Matt beat this guy, or we need to show that this guy was cheating somehow, or take him in the time machine and do like a, it's a wonderful life kind of thing, where we take him to the future and see how miserable Hell's Kitchen is if Matt Murdock never becomes a, a violent and extreme personality who can never fully get his shit together. This is why we need you to box, Matt. Only your emotional issues combined with extreme violence can make your life horrible in a way that helps other people. But I, I would not come up with the idea that one of us, like one of the Zoomers, needs to beat up this boxer while Matt is watching. That does not seem right to me. But it, it's really the only avenue forward that the module presents. So uh, we're going with it. Join me next time as a boxing minigame pits one of the secret Zoomers against this absolute piece of shit who just beat up a nine-year-old on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret, patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's music, used under Creative Commons license, is Take Us to the Nearest Starbase by Astrometrics, whose work you can find at soundcloud.com slash astrometricsband.